0: no matter where she is born, deserves a future. Sadly, thousands of newborns die every day from preventable causes. In rural Sub-Saharan Africa, many newborns do not have basic health care. So, if even the slightest thing goes wrong, their lives are at risk. Premature babies pass away, never making it past the first few days of life. In conflict zones, women give birth under the threat of bombing and militias. Women often have their babies at home, under immense stress where things can often go wrong. If nothing changes, millions of babies will not make it past the first 28 days of life. We can change this. The solution is simple. It is just better access to healthcare. Join Saving Moses founder, Sarah Bowling as she talks about what we can do together to help every baby, no matter where they are born, make it past the first 28 days of life.
1: Hey there, thank you so much for joining me today. I am thrilled and super excited to share with you a very, very unique TV program today that we've never done before. And part of this program, this program is rounded in, grounded in Saving Moses. And Saving Moses is our global humanitarian outreach to save babies and toddlers where the need is most urgent, and the care is least available. So in developing countries that are very impoverished, we save babies and toddlers. And I think this is so critical to God's heart. When you think about Moses, right, he was in the Nile River and he was, his life was hanging by a thread and Pharaoh's daughter collected him and saved him. And he went on to write the Pentateuch, the, you know, Ten Commandments, liberated Israel from slavery. I mean, lots of things. But at three months old, his life was hanging by a thread. And so this is why I think it is so essential for us to be concerned and attentive with God's heart for the least of these babies and toddlers. And today I want to share with you something that we're doing with Saving Moses that is very, very revolutionary. We do lots of different things around the world, but today I want to specifically help you understand we have a program called Birth Aid. You're like, what, what does that mean, Birth Aid? Well, this is a very essential, essential and very focused program to rescue and save newborns, newborn babies, babies that are like on the cusp of being born as well as their birth and then a couple of days after that. Because here's the thing. These, this is the most frail, most fragile time of a human's life is immediately around their birth. And I've seen this to be true and I've, I've witnessed it. I've heard of stories, you know, in various world, countries around the world. And, and I saw it recently on a trip that I made in sub-Saharan Africa. And, and a lot of times these births are hanging by a thread. They're very difficult for a couple of reasons. One. There are areas of the world that have high conflict, right? There's military interaction and, and you know, militias and all that stuff. But there's also uh, difficulties for these births in very rural and remote areas of impoverished countries. And so when you think about Jesus, I just kind of tie this in for you for a second. Think about Jesus and his birth. Think about the idea that he was kind of in not, not in flight mode. But his parents went to Bethlehem because they were supposed to register for the census. And Mary gave birth, right, in a stall, <laughs> in, a, in a farm, but, you know, like in a farmhouse, basically. And she didn't have a lot of birth support, birth aid. Um, and so her giving birth, and she'd never done that before. And so her giving birth to Jesus was precarious. And very much a challenge and a struggle. And, and I would venture to say that her husband, Joseph, her to be husband, hadn't had a lot of birthing experience. And so if you can think about what that looks like, and feels like it's a drastic con- contrast from what we experience in the United States or developed countries. And in we have resources. We have it in our power to provide help support birth aid for newborns, babies that are being born in critical, uh, very unstable areas of the world and areas that don't have access to provisions, to healthcare, to support. So we wanna step into that place. Because I believe just like Jesus, who was born at a precarious time in difficult circumstances, impoverished for sure, just like Moses when his life was hanging by a thread, I think we as Saving Moses, we can participate. We can step into this opportunity to give life. And recently in my, in my travels, I got to experience this firsthand, see what this looks like in one of my visits to sub-Saharan, one of the countries of sub-Saharan Africa. And I'd like for you to watch this now because I think this story, this, this clip will show you and help you to see and frame from a parent's view what this feels like.
2: to the hospital, she was referred to the hospital. By then, it was a little bit severe, the contraction. So by then, she was pregnant. So whilst we were waiting, uh, she was really in pain that time. So um, we were calling for the doctor. He doesn't have any idea about the contraction. So she said, we should wait, we should wait, we should wait. Then before we know, the baby comes out prematurely before they come back to uh, see the baby, the baby was passed away. So that's our first uh, baby that we had, and he couldn't make it. He was a boy. He couldn't make it. And So as time goes on, um, she got pregnant again. So, and we now have a baby girl, yeah, which she is alive today. Yeah, she made it. She's alive.
1: This Christmas season. It's always a time when we celebrate generosity and ultimately the ultimate Christmas gift is Jesus. We celebrate the birth of Jesus at Christmas and I'm asking you today to give a Christmas gift, to give a gift of life for a newborn, for someone's life who is hanging literally by a thread at the moment of their birth. Hop on the phone and Get on the website and, you know, you can give a huge gift. Some of us can give smaller gifts, but whatever it is, let's be generous. Let's give the gift of life, Christmas gift. What's, <laughs> that's the best Christmas gift you could give is life. Help us give the gift of life to newborns in high conflict areas and rural remote places that have no resources. Hop on the phone, get on the website. I encourage you to be generous today and give your best Christmas gift which is the gift of life today. Thank you so much for watching. And I know, listening to Samson is so compelling. It's so compelling to hear his story, his experience, and, and to think about it as well. And for me, when I was recently in this country, it was very, very powerful on a very deeply personal level to hold hands with a mom who had lost her baby in childbirth or immediately before, and I remember one particular mom I held her hand and and even years after the loss um, in the moment she her eyes are welling up with tears, and I could feel on her the loss and it was so riveting to me because I thought, you know this is not <laughs> this is not a rocket science you know hard solution this is this is accessible. This is accessible for us to save babies, literally newborns. And so I feel very compelled, strongly urgent to, to ask you, to invite you to hop on the phone and get on the website. Help us today to save babies and to save life that is hanging by a thread, particularly when they're newborn, when they're fresh, you know, they're just, just born. And getting to participate, step into that space and give life. Oh, my goodness. I can't think of anything more full of love than participating and joining to help a newborn take a breath, (laughs) to live another day, to have a chance, to have another hour, right? Serious. Just some of that stuff that we take for granted. We assume. But a lot of times in these, in these very difficult areas, whether it's high conflict or rural and remote areas without healthcare access, this is not assumed. This is very much kind of up in the air. And, and we get to participate. We get to step into that space and provide hope in life. And you know, I recently was reading about uh, a situation again in sub-Saharan Africa, where there was a conflict in this in this area. And these moms were literally by 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 the nighttime hiding and going in bushes and stuff, trying to stay alongside the road, off the road, hoping that no one would capture them because they're in the middle of giving birth, <laughs> and they're trying to get to the clinic, and they're hoping that nobody. Nobody catches them or these roving militias and military groups and all won't shoot her on her way uh, to give birth at this rural clinic. And we want to help these rural clinics. We want to participate. We want to provide life and support. And some of these babies that are born that we were just hearing, they these moms have named their babies war. <laughs> like, how can you? I, I just, I remember I, I read that and I was like, How can you get your head around? Because that's the circumstances in which a newborn comes into the world. And so help us, help us provide the gift of life, provide hope, provide future, provide opportunity, provide breath, Um, because this is such a a simple and easy way to step in and, and express genuine love, but also to really express God's love and passion for life. And in just a moment here, you're going to see some really, really compelling, compelling on the ground um, interview with someone in the Middle East that really has been in the thick of all kinds of conflict and watching and listening to her and seeing what happened with her and, and what she needed to go through and, and birth. And what does that look like, particularly in a high conflict area? This will really catch your attention. هلا خسرنا نازحين سنتين ووقت اللي كنت حامليه فيها هناك بالضيعه كنت اعاني بالخوف
2: وبالضرب وين بدا اولادها واكل
1: هم وشيوم بدي أولادها والضرب فوق أنا أفزع أن المشفى تنضرب أن وقت روح أولادها تنضرب المشفى وين بدي توجه وين بدي يروح هون وقت لأي خالد ما ما أفزعت مثل اليوم اللي كنت بتضيع عندنا
2: هذا اكبر سبب بيعاني منه المرضى انه القصف واللي التصعيد ضد المنشات الطبية يعني بشكل عام
0: هلا نحن عم نشوف كثير مضاعفات لحديث الولاده كثير مضاعفات للام بعد الولاده
2: انه انا وخاصة انه مثلا بدي اجي مثلا لمنظمات طبيه بقول انه هو اكثر شيء المستهدف بالنسبه
0: وكمان نفس الشيء من أكد على تأمين يعني متطلبات الأم بعد الولاده يعني
1: هلأ نحن كلهتنا بوضع حرب ووضع يوسى لهم This Christmas season. It's always a time when we celebrate generosity. And ultimately, the ultimate Christmas gift is Jesus. We celebrate the birth of Jesus at Christmas. And I'm asking you today to give a Christmas gift, to give a gift of life for a newborn, for someone's life who is hanging literally by a thread at the moment of their birth. Hop on the phone and Get on the website and, you know, you can give a huge gift. Some of us can give smaller gifts, but whatever it is, let's be generous. Let's give the gift of life. Christmas gift. (laughs) That's the best Christmas gift you could give is life. Help us give the gift of life to newborns in high conflict areas and rural remote places that have no resources. Hop on the phone, get on the website. I encourage you to be generous today and give your best Christmas gift which is the gift of life today. I'm so very happy to share with you some of these stories because it helps you to see firsthand in in the actual environments what's happening and what has happened. But I'm also eager to share with you that with Saving Moses and Birth Aid, we get to step into these desperate needs and we have been absolutely participating to provide life, hope, training, resources, support. So with birth aid, oh my goodness, for some time now, we've been actually equipping and training people, healthcare workers, to go into these high conflict areas and, and rural remote areas to give healthy training for birth support. And we've seen a huge change, made a huge difference. And actually, in one of the high conflict areas, we were able to participate with some, some birth support that literally has helped thousands of babies be born safely and have hope in a future, And so we're very, very excited about what is happening with BirthAid. We're looking at continuing to expand. Oh, my goodness, I'm so excited with the opportunities that we have in not only high conflict areas, but also in sub-Saharan rural remote areas that don't have access, don't have resources. And we know. We know that with little stuff, we can make massive impact. That's why I want you to hop on the phone and get on the website and say, yes, I want to give the gift of life. Yes, I want to help a baby breathe for another hour. I want to help a baby reach their second birthday, you know, and and move on past the first week of of existence. I want to give the gift of life. So I, I implore you. Hop on the phone, get on the website, because we are literally on the ground, boots on the ground, giving life. The gift of life in the moment that it is most fragile and most uh, unknown, precarious, because it's at the moment of birth. And so I love, I love what we have been doing. I love our plans that we're doing into the future and looking in these places and spaces where there is no birth support, where there's massive, massive trauma and conflict, where there's huge instability, where there's all kinds of, of, of a vacuum, where we can step in. And that's who we are. That's who's saving Moses. That's who we are. We save babies <laughs> where the need is most urgent, literally, literally. And the care is is almost non-existent. And a lot of times it's non-existent. And birth aid is one of the pivot points. It's the crosshairs of both of those in the most essential first few hours, first few days of a person's existence on the planet. So I'm asking you to help us give the gift of life. And we see the impact little things do for such a massive, massive effect I see thousands of babies who are surviving and thriving because of those first few days where we were able to step in with resources and training for their birth and for their to take a breath. Literally, some of, some of, these, some of these situations and parents and, and regions, they didn't even know that a baby, just if you slap the baby's bottom, takes a breath. I heard a one dad say, if I had known that, I would have four kids still alive today because I didn't know. I mean, you're like, seriously? And I thought that too. I was like, you're kidding me. But literally, when you help us with birth aid, we get to provide life in those first few hours, first few days, and support for a baby to go on, a newborn to go on and be a baby, survive, thrive, and move into the future with hope and life. So I want you to hop on the phone, get on the website, help us give the gift of life, and watch this video now because it will really encourage you.
2: We lost so many children, I am a victim. Pregnancy needs care. We need not to even lose even a single baby. To be frank, if a single soul is lost, a vacuum is created. We don't know what that baby may become or what that child may become to the country, to to you first, to the community and the country as a whole.
1: Yeah. this Christmas season, it's always a time when we celebrate generosity. And ultimately, the ultimate Christmas gift is Jesus. We celebrate the birth of Jesus at Christmas. And I'm asking you today to give a Christmas gift, to give a gift of life for a newborn, for someone's life who is hanging literally by a thread at the moment of their birth. Hop on the phone Get on the website and, you know, you can give a huge gift. Some of us can give smaller gifts, but whatever it is, let's be generous. Let's give the gift of life, Christmas gift. What's, <laughs> that's the best Christmas gift you could give is life. Help us give the gift of life to newborns in high conflict areas and rural remote places that have no resources. Hop on the phone, get on the website. I encourage you to be generous today and give your best Christmas gift which is the gift of life today. I know watching Corker's story is so moving and compelling, and he's such a vibrant person. He has such a great personality. He just, like, exudes life. Um, And listening to him, and I met his wife, you know, and hearing everything firsthand, so, so very powerful. And as I was listening to them, I couldn't help but think about my own experiences uh, with my kids being born. And, you know, I live in Denver, Colorado, and I was thinking about, I never thought through all of the resources that were available when my kids were born. I, I took for granted you know the delivery nurse. I took for granted you know the medical support that was there, the room, the medicines that were there, the expertise, the training. And and granted, you know, it was was scary, particularly with my first, because I was like, I didn't know what I was doing, and the second and third, you know, but I just kind of took for granted all that stuff. But when I listen to these stories, when I meet these individuals in in sub-Saharan Africa, in in high-conflict areas, it becomes blatantly obvious to me, the contrast, that there aren't trained nurses, there aren't medical resources, there aren't birthing centers and clinics and chairs and basic stuff that we assume. And that's why with birth aid, we want to step into that deficiency, into that vacuum to provide birth aid, to provide life, help, support, resources. So these newborns have a chance literally to take a breath have a chance to reach an hour, to reach two days after birth, to reach one week into their life, and to not enter the world with just, you know, kind of on a a whim, 80% maybe they, they would die, but literally to have the opportunity, the gift of life, and that those first few hours, first few days and weeks, that they can have resources, support, help to survive and to live. And so I just invite you to hop on the phone, get on the website, participate with us to provide birth aid. Just like Moses had support to reach into into his adult years and be the redeemer of Israel who was in in slavery. Just like Jesus, the night of his birth, (laughs) in a very precarious situation, in an animal stall, basically, give us the resource help us. To step into those places, into those vacuums, that we could provide the gift of life. I'm telling you, small things have massive, massive impact. And as you're sitting there, you might be thinking, well, you know, I remember when I gave birth, or I remember when my daughter gave birth to my grandkids and you're thinking about their their experiences, and maybe you've had some trauma, or maybe you've had some disappointments, or some miscarriages, and you think, well, that's what it's like here in my developed country, then take that and think what that looks like in an undeveloped country, or in a country with high conflict, and, and the lack of resources, the lack of support, the lack of training. Oh my goodness. So I'm inviting you to join with us, that we can step into those vacuums, into those spaces, and provide and help give the gift of life and make a difference, make a difference. Instead of a mom being desolate and and distraught for years to come, a mom can have joy and, and the victory and the thrill of a healthy delivery and a healthy baby, healthy newborn. Think of that contrast and I invite you to help us Help us give the gift of life, and joy, and hope, and future. This is a unique opportunity, and I love that we get to partner together and step into this space and provide life, love, joy, and hope.